This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Great to be back with everyone. Welcome to your weekend. We got a holiday weekend to talk about. It is the unofficial start of summer. Sure doesn't feel or look like it today on this Friday, May the 27th, as Mike and I tape the Odds Couple podcast. We are presented, as always, by PropSwap. It's Mike North. It's Carmen DeFalco. Happy to be with you, Mike, and uh, all the listeners, and happy Memorial Day weekend, my friend. Yeah, to you and to Randy and everybody out there. Uh, happy Memorial Day. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, Carm's absolutely right. I this mean, it's crazy. Yesterday, I'm walking the dog. I thought I was in a, a portion of the perfect storm. I mean, my God, the, the rain was sideways. Uh, the wind's blowing in your face. The dog's ears are flapping, but it's all good. Of course, uh, you know, we've had a lot of stuff go on this week, some unfortunate things oh. that. Uh, only down the line. I can only imagine. It's just a shame. Our hearts and uh, prayers and everything go out to the people of Uvalde, Texas. And, uh, you know, we just can go on to keep doing our, our our jobs, doing what we enjoy doing and be very fortunate. I mean, I got to be honest. I mean, uh, to that man who died of a heart attack after his, after his wife mm. was murdered, I mean, I can just understand that. I mean, that alone had to be terrible and to the children and everybody else and the families who will never be the same. So hopefully uh, we'll start straightening some things out. But in the meantime, there's uh, nothing better than tuning into a little entertainment, take, try to take your mind away right. from things. And that's what we do. Now, last week we had a mixed bag. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit of a mixed bag. I mean, I went one and one in the bonus, mm-hmm. one and two in the thing. I think you went 0 and 1. 0 and 1. Yep. Randy went 1 and 0 with the Heat, which was a good pick. Uh, so, you know, things are happening. we got a lot of sports going on, baseball and everything else. Well, yeah, we have, and uh, I think you nailed it, too. Sometimes the escape is what we all need a little bit just to take your mind off some of the serious things. We'll do that for you over the next hour. We've got uh, a Cubs-Sox series this weekend. No mm-hmm. game today. It's just a two-game series tomorrow night, national TV, and then Sunday afternoon. And, of course, all the games on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app on your home for White Sox baseball. I mean, yesterday, Thursday... Oh. The Cubs take it on the chin, uh, twenty to five in Cincinnati. They had a position player pitching at the end of the game in Andrelton Simmons. The White Sox take it on the chin at home, sixteen to seven. They had a position player pitching Josh Harrison in the ninth inning. It's like, oh my god! I mean, the White Sox surrender thirty-five runs in the three-game series to the Red Sox, Mike and. We can try to unpack a lot of it here. I, I, I don't I don't know what to make of it. I, I certainly did not think that uh, Memorial Day weekend the White Sox would be a 500 team. And I know health has been an issue, but man, oh man, they just, they can't get it going, Mike. All I wanted last week when we signed off on the Odds Couple, America's number one terrestrial radio wagering show, the last, one of the last things I said to Carm was, I just want Tim Anderson to play baseball. I don't care about anything that goes on. Then that nonsense goes on, which is a distraction. I don't care what anybody says. And whether you, you like what happened, you don't like what happened, I think the whole thing was ridiculous next to the flake gate, one of the most overhyped things I've ever heard. I mean, my God. You know, first the newspaper comes out that uh, it was racist to comment. Then it comes out uh, that it was disrespectful. Uh, you know, so they correct themselves. The nonsense that's been going on 
I mean, my even my own wife read it. She goes, you know, Donaldson was aching him on. There's no doubt about yeah, it. Well, right. nobody's better than me aching people on. Okay? But there's a big difference there. And I said, well, B, do you know that the history of, of Tim Anderson? And she goes, well, not really. I haven't read anything on it. Uh, you know, for the Sun-Times, who, who all of a sudden now is interested in transparency with other people's uh, stations and everything else. I said, well, read it, because we get the Sun-Times every day. And she goes, well, where is it? I go, I'll tell you what. I'll let you read about Tim Anderson. He's had three, four issues. And go, you know what I would say if I was the commissioner? One more outbreak by either one of you guys, and you're not wearing 42 on Jackie Robinson Day. Neither one of you. Because you know what? You've done him no favors. And I'm glad Josh Donaldson thought it was appropriate for him to apologize because of the uproar to Rachel Robinson. Haven't heard much from her. But the whole thing goes on focus now, Carm, and the way that this ball club is playing. You know, I mean, we got to get better. The pitching, I mean, Keiko last oh. night looked like he doesn't deserve to be in I, the league. I don't know how you can keep throwing him out you there. Can't. I, I really don't. I mean, I mean, I can hit him. I mean, it's a, it's a role. He's like Rich Hill. Sooner or later, you're going to get to him. At I least Rich Hill has still him. found ways to be successful from start to start He's at times. He's a tough guy to bet with, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, the I would agree with that. Curveball comes in, man. That low, that that slow rolling curveball comes oh, in. Oh, it comes out. in, and you know when you bet, I've bet against him a couple times, and I also bet with him a couple times. I'm not going to disparage a 42 year old pitcher that's still making a living as a left hander in the major league, but that ball rolls in sometimes. Oh yeah. And then if you're playing a team like I bet against him with Toronto, so long everybody. But Boston can't come in. Here and abuse us like that. It was embarrassing, really. Dallas Keuchel's ERA is now nearly eight on the season. If you go back to uh, his last 38 starts over last year and this year, you're talking about a 571 ERA. He has as many walks as strikeouts this year. He just can't miss bats. I I don't know how you can continue to throw him out. I don't think you can. I mean, Lance Lynn's coming back. He's starting to rehab assignment. I I guess this this is probably the end of the line for for Dallas Keuchel as a starter here, I I would think. You know what? I think you're right, and maybe on the team. I don't know, but I will tell you this. I didn't want Grandel. And I'm, I'm fine that people loved him, and he was a good framer. All that nonsense I heard. We had McCann. He hasn't done much with the Mets. No, he's injured. Yeah, he's, so yeah. it didn't matter. But I didn't want Grandel, and he's not coming through. And then you got guys getting hurt. You got Eloy out again. It just doesn't seem like this team. Look, if they make the playoffs good for them, that means they got red hot. Because here, I, I have under Boston, 85 and a half. Three weeks ago, folks. Oh, it looked great. <laughs> They were dead. <laughs> I was I was doing the jig. B goes, what's going? I go, I'm getting ready to go to Boston and thank everybody. Great. All of a sudden, Tre- because Trevor's story was He's there. been unbelievable. Let me tell you something. He's the MVP of Major League Baseball right now. Boston ends up going to the playoffs or winning more than 85 games when they were dead, like the Detroit Tigers are three weeks ago. I mean, you got to look at him because it took guts to pick that guy up, put him at second base, and then... With Devers and Bogarts there. Yeah, that that lineup is... But their pitching to me is so suspect, but at least they're around 500. Yeah, I, that lineup is so good. I mean, I don't know what the, how you explain that the, that first three weeks. Story but, was out of his, is yeah. out of his mind right now. And they're pitching to him. They're pitching to him. I'm well, going, what are you guys that doing? That lineup's was, deep. Yeah. I think that's why. That lineup is really, really we deep. We expected the White Sox to be doing this, and they're not. I know. He's not really Do- coming through. He had a good a good week and, you know, stuff like that. Then you got other guys on the team's not, a team not performing. You realize the White Sox are still, uh, what, I think four and a half out now, but still, not bad. still the favorite to win the Central at wow. minus 115. The Twins are plus 110. I, I, I would take that bet right now. But I also, I watched the Cubs. I mean, okay, they got beat up. 
but they're losing one-run games. They had been playing better of late. Uh, Ross had been managing better. But they just don't have the horses sometimes. And you can't be getting beat by the Cincinnati Reds, <laughs> who are a much better team than they were for sure when they started out 3-22. and you can't, you can't lose like that. I mean, uh, yesterday, both baseball teams were embarrassing. Yeah, it was embarrassing. That's the best way to put it. Right. Also, Yoan Mankata has sore legs. Oh, I mean, that's God. like my grandfather had sore legs. What's wrong with that? Well, what the know. hell is the matter with this know. guy? Your legs are know. sore. My legs are sore. <laughs> I know, right. Like, I uh, walk the dog. I feel I'll never walk again. It's okay for our legs to be sore, but should Mankata's legs be sore? My ankle went numb the other day, and then I shook my foot a little bit at work, and I keep walking. Uh, what are you supposed to do? It's a frustrating mess right now, I mean, he is, a pa- is he a paper tiger? I don't know. This guy gets hurt for what? What does he do? You know, Merck asked me yesterday. He goes, boy, what do you do? Do you send him down? I said, Merck, he's... He's making $14 million. He's oh. played 500 games. I don't know how you possibly said, but he's wow. been terrible. He's I been mean, he's absolutely terrible. He's got the body terrible. of a 30-year-old ball player. I he's don't getting get hurt it. all the time. It and Eloy, rough. I mean, he's played 110 games in three three years. Yeah, I no, mean, that's bad. unacceptable. I'll hear your matchups for the weekend. Cueto versus Thompson on Saturday. That's a good matchup. Cueto's been great. I love great. how Johnny Cueto pitches. Uh, can you believe the first two starts he's given them? My God, I, I don't know that it'll continue, but his stuff looks good, Mike. Like it's. I hate to say it. He looks like a race outside of Giolito. It's been incredible. I know. And then you get Cease and Miley on Sunday. So there's Good. your Cubs socks for the weekend. Tomorrow night's pitching. I don't know what to fun. do. I got the uh, over Cubs. Uh, I got the under Tigers. That still looks good. Yeah, that looks good. Boston is in the middle right now at 85. And uh, and if Tampa Bay's got 90 and a half, I still think I'm on par for that. Although the Yankees beat them. I'm watching them, though. I love Tampa Bay. Well, I do All too. their players I, look the same to me. I love, They're all programmed. I love Tampa, and I got to tell you, you, you mentioned it. They lost to the Yankees last night. We got to talk about Nestor Cortez. We'll look at yeah. what his odds are starting to plummet in terms of AL Cy Young. Got good stuff. And rightfully so. So we're going to preview tonight's uh, big game six in Boston. We'll do that a little bit later on. We'll give you our thoughts on that. Some NHL stuff, some best plays later on, and uh, more baseball. So lots to do, including our buddy Luke Pergandy to tell us what's hot at PropSwap when we come back next. This is The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000 or stream it on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. We're getting you set for the holiday weekend. It is Memorial Day weekend. It's Carmen and Mike with you. Doing what we do, The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Download the ESPN Chicago app so you can always catch up on this great podcast, all the other original podcasts, and all the shows on ESPN 1000. And you will get the Encore replay Saturday morning, 8 to 9 on AM 1000 and FM 100.3 HD2. It is that time of the show where we talk to one of our favorite guests. We get uh, the skinny on what's happening at PropSwap, all the great tickets that are available. Make sure you download that free PropSwap app. He is one of the founders, Luke Pergandy. Oh, ready to rock. What's up, Hey, guys. Hey, Carm. Hey, Mike. Hey, Happy buddy. Memorial Day weekend. You got yep. big plans? Um, Nothing crazy. Uh, Cub Sox on uh, on Sunday. Nice. That'll nice. be good. Yep. A little day game. I've been to the cell in a minute. Yeah, day game, 1 o'clock game. Um, Two teams. Uh, the Cubs, we kind of thought that. They'd be underperforming this year, but we, I did not anticipate the White Sox to be underperforming. So yeah. um, I am not one of those guys that is like a Cubs fan and despises the White Sox. Like I'm just Chicago. I I want to I want the Sox to win unless they're playing the Cubs. So 
I want the Cubs this weekend, but as long as they're they're not playing the Cubs, I, I support the Sox. I, I hope just, they can turn this thing around. I, I was just telling Mike, they're still uh, a minus one fifteen favorite to win that division. Twins are plus okay. one ten. Um, we starting to see action on like division tickets and things like that, or is yeah. that saved yeah, for later? Yeah, there's still there's some hot stuff you yeah. can get. Of course, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the AL East is probably the most popular race that we're seeing tickets move around on. Just obviously New York and Boston in there, and of course Tampa. Tampa. So, yeah. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I'd say that that's the most uh, hotly sold division race on PropSwap. But yes, absolutely, people are buying it. People are buying and selling win totals. Mm. You know, Mike and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago on, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's under on the Sox or over on the Rays. Uh, I think I think Mike had under on the Cubs too. Right. Um, I have yeah, over def- Cubs. I have over, oh, over Cubs. Cubs. I'm sorry. Under Boston, they're starting to perform. So you know, that's yeah. one of those tickets where you're you're caught in the middle, if you will. You don't know what you want yeah. to do with that ticket, right? Sell it. <laughs> yeah. So I'll tell you what, though. This is my baby. My baby. You know, I gotta. You know, being one of the spokes uh, uh, people for Prop Swap is an honor, and I. I have a commercial to do after the show. You know, I'm getting the pipes ready and stuff like that. But I'm gonna do a live commercial for anybody that wants to understand Prop Swap because you know what? After four years, I finally got it down. Here's what I'm gonna tell everybody: If you have the Celtics, sell your tickets, okay? Because you know mm. what? You could sell it, and then. You could take some of that money and bet the Celtics over again. Because there's no way Golden State, and I've told Carmen this already, I picked them with the with the previous uh, mm-hmm. uh, deal. I picked them last week to win it all. The Curry, Green, just look at these players, these legends. They're not losing to Tatum and Brown. But if you want to hold on to your ticket, good luck to you. Now, call PropSwap right now or get a hold of them on your app. That's it. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, and all those Boston tickets? Right. So this this is the issue, right? If you've got a Celtics ticket, yep. typically what we'll see on Twitter is everyone shouts, oh, you just make the hedge bet. You just make a hedge bet. Here's the problem. Golden State is minus one. That's right. Yeah. So to profit uh to profit ten grand, you need to put up sixteen thousand. Not everybody right. has that lying around. Who has who has sixteen grand that's sitting right. in their checking account? <laughs> I wish I right? had most of us. Take the dog the while you're in the spot. Take everyone's the... just like, oh no, you just you just make a hedge bet. I'm like, that's... guys, like when a team is such heavy minus money, that's very very expensive. Yeah, it is. So to Mike's point, you can sell your Celtics ticket. That's take, right. You know, sell it for six k. Take two mm-hmm. k. Go rebet Boston, and then you've got four k in your pocket either way. Yeah. That's the smart thing to do. Somebody hit it big last week on Prop Swap with uh, Mito Pereira. I mean, that was oh, incredible yeah. that somebody had the foresight wow. even to make a small wager on him. But what was it, Luke? He turned like fifty-five bucks into a few grand, wasn't it? Yeah, seventeen hundred. Just one of the Prop Swap sales of the year. Unreal. Uh, just Unreal. perfect timing. So fifty-dollar bet on Mito Pereira at two hundred to one, which yeah. in itself is incredible. But of course, if this guy didn't have Prop Swap. That thing goes to zero. Zero. And like, That's right. The horror and <laughs> watching that something like that happen. Yeah. As he double bogeys eighteen. I mean, just just makes you ill. So no, he he timed it perfectly. He turned fifty bucks into seventeen hundred dollars. Awesome. On Saturday afternoon, and you got to imagine he's just watching that happen on Sunday with a smile on his face. Uh, and he's seventeen hundred dollars richer. So and then you know people ask, wow, that's you know that's so sad for the. For the buyer, the buyer. On yeah. Yeah, that paid seven hundred. I get that. However, 
at the time, yep. th- when that sale went down, went through, he got odds on Pereira at five to one. Any book in the country, Pereira was two to one. So he would have had to put up like six grand if he walked into this, the buyer now. He would have had to put up six grand if he walked into Rivers or any sports book in the country. Mm-hmm. Instead, he only puts up 1700 Did anybody so buy buyer a- gets the best price in the world and seller turns 50 bucks into 1700 and plays it perfectly. Did anybody buy a JT ticket that they hit big on? I mean, JT was like 100 oh, yeah. to 1 you know, yeah. on Sunday. He was, yeah. We sold some JT at like thirty to one. Okay. Um, I don't. I. I. I, I if, if he was a hundred to one, that's incredible. I didn't see that, but I, I'm not. I'm. I'm sure he was at some bucks. But yeah, we sold a handful at thirty to one. Wow. Um, yeah, for a golfer that's that talented, um, and who's won the PGA Championship before, like mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't quite understand that. But yeah, some people made out like bandits. Well, he had. A, um, he, he was down eight uh, going in, and 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 believe me, it was uh, the last two weeks. The most surprised people or animals on the planet that they won were Rich Strike and Justin Thomas. How about it? I mean, Justin Thomas, nobody sure. saw yeah, him coming with like a hole left. Amazing. I mean, that finish, yeah. it was just amazing. Yeah. Yep. That's why Prop Swap's good, especially oh, for these prop golf swap. tournaments. Sell your Celtic tickets, then, then buy another ticket. There you go. Uh, Luke, listen, yeah. have a great weekend. Enjoy Cubs Sox, and uh, we'll talk to you next Friday. Okay, buddy? Okay, thanks, Kyle. Bye, Mike. See you. See you later, There's buddy. Luke Pergandy oh, 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 for Prop Swap. Yeah, the Warriors punched their ticket. It is oh, incredible. Six, six and eight years. I mean, it is. It's rarefied air that you're in. You know, and it hasn't been done since Michael and the Bulls in the '90s, where you go six uh, out of eight years. It's just. Uh, I can't believe the educated people I know that think the Celtics are going to beat them. It's almost comical. I've already won money on them, although I will tell you what, Dallas, Doncic too. Get get yourself in better shape. Get ready for another war. Add some players. Help them out a little bit. You can't beat that team. Here's that the, team's pedigree. Here's the difference, though, in this next series. Yeah. The, the, the Dallas Mavericks have zero rim protection. Absolutely Agreed. zero. And the Boston Celtics have a lot of it but, and you know, can first really of all, guard. We got to tell people that the Celtics could lose. Oh, they know? could. I mean, I don't think they yeah. will because I, well, no, I don't. I'm with hell. you, Carm. Yeah. I'm with you. But I also know this. Middleton missed. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know what? So caught some breaks. Was, yep. They caught some breaks. You're right. They're going to be playing a team not only with greatness, with Curry, Green, who can get inside Anybody said, <laughs> you know that, but they're younger guys. Wiggins. Oh, I know. Poole, Wiggins has been Looney. I mean, these guys. I mean, you got you got Pool coming off the bench. You got Looney. You got some youngsters under twenty eight years of age with that mixture. Yeah. You know. I mean, to me, uh, people are surprised they're favored. I'm going. Why? No, I'm not. I'm not surprised they're favored. That's true. We'll talk- and isn't the East easier to you? I mean, the way it came out with the playoffs, the Heat. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy Butler in a band of what? Nobody. And and let's talk about that a little bit more because okay. you're right. I think you make a good point about. And sometimes you just need a little luck to go your way. I think they've had some luck in oh, terms yeah. of the injuries that the opponents have had to deal with. We'll preview Game Six a little bit more tonight. Um, talk about some more of the futures odds, too, that we can here in the NBA. I want to talk NHL playoffs a little with Mike. We'll give you best plays before we're out of here uh, in a little bit. So we still got a lot to do, plus Jim Miller's got ponies. Don't go anywhere. We're just getting warmed up, folks. It's Mike and Carmen. We are the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports.
This is The Odds Couple with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco. The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. Game six tonight in Boston. The Warriors sit and wait, winning the West. We'll see if the Celtics can uh, knock out the Heat tonight. I don't think they want to have to deal with a game seven. We'll preview that in a second here. Also, uh, some good NHL stuff happening. we got a game six tonight between the Avs and the Blues. Scrappy performance by St. Louis to extend this thing back to St. Louis for a game six. Who's uh, this guy, McDavid? Who is oh this Oh, my God. Man? Connor McDavid has been Mike. I mean, last I mean I'm hearing people he, he telling is... me he's better than Gretzky was. I don't I know. Mean, is that Listen, true? I mean, he is to me in a league chock full of some really exciting young talent right now yeah. in the NHL. Connor McDavid is clearly to me the best player in the league. He is dominating yeah. these playoffs. I saw some of those goals. I'm going, wow. He's just incredible. He is such a rare combination of well, size, speed, and team. skill. Yeah, I mean, he's he just. He can beat a triple team. Mike, you know what he's more like even than Gretzky to me? He's more like... Me Lemie- in my 20s when yes, I was of course. When, when you were dominating, yes. That's right, exactly. He's more like Lemieux because of the size. He can... Yeah. You're right. It's like nobody can take him off the puck. He's yeah. fast. He's strong. He's got hands. He's more like a modern-day Lemieux. I mean, he's just... He's just incredible. Well, it's good. Um, people are paying attention. A I lot hope. of people, look, you stop uh, casual hockey fans, you ask them about Connor McDavid maybe a year or two ago, they're going, yeah, he's good. You know, that. Yeah. now he's reached that pinnacle where yeah. people are comparing him. See, I'm a Bobby Hull guy. I saw him when they played yeah. six so with the six team. He was unbelievable. Yeah. But I understand when the expansion came, things got easier for some of these guys. But you can't deny the greatness of this kid. No, he's in amazing. In a league amazing. that is worldwide now. Yeah, so. he's amazing. Hey, before we go on, I'd be remiss if I did not uh, ask you for your, your thoughts on the passing of Ray Liotta. You know, we spent a lot of time yesterday talking about it. My whole show was built on it back uh, in the day. I mean, Goodfellas is... Go get your shine box. And, <laughs> it's as uh, iconic as anything, how? right? Well, I'm very... I was upset. I great Italian-American. Um, also great actor. Nailed it. Uh, Scorsese said uh, today that uh, the performance was amazing. Uh, they asked uh, Lorraine Bracco about her experience working with him. She said, that's what I tell everybody, working with this guy. I mean, the plaudits are there. Uh, he was the perfect guy for the role to play the Irish-Italian mm-hmm. Henry Hill. It was a role of a lifetime. But, they, you know, you also got Field of Dreams, which... You know, first of all, there was some <clears throat> liberties taken. It was uh, he wouldn't change? I guess ba- based what, stances, right? Because well, ba- he was lefty. He, right, Shoeless Joe hit lefty, but yeah, they had Ray Liotta hitting righty. Right, they didn't want him to change. Right. Um. So, and he wasn't a great ba- baseball player, and I didn't think he looked like him. But then he did the acting job, and you know some of the lines and. Uh, just being Ray Liotta, his laugh was infectious. You know, oh, yeah, of, that voice and that laugh, Mike. You're right. Yeah, and I did a tribute, you know. And every day, I don't know if people know this. I, I mean, before every Odds Cup, I watch a portion of Bugsy, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, because I, 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 I do know Warren Beatty personally. <laughs> and I do, yeah, and I watch a different, I do, I watch a different section. I'm That's just superstitious awesome. that way. That's great. Uh, you want to hear the one I watched before the show Please, today? yes. 
What is it about this desert thing of yours, uh, Benny? What are we, Bedouins? That, that was the one today I watched just to get ready because I'm superstitious. But, no, Ray Liotta was an all-time great. Absolutely. Yep. Um, all right, game six, Boston tonight. We think uh, yeah. Celtics take care of business here. They don't want to mess around and uh, play a game seven, obviously. I just think the Heat are way too beat up right now. Jimmy Butler's knee is obviously giving him problems. Very yeah, good, but they, not a super. Yeah, right. He's like right on that edge. You're yeah. right. And now he's hurt. And Lowry can't. I don't even know how you play Kyle Lowry. It, his hamstring, I think, is is uh, is so bad that he's not the same player. Tyler Hero can't play. Eight and a half seems a little rich, considering the Celtics have struggled to cover spreads at home this year in yeah, Miami. But it's not rich when you see what what kind of games we've had in the NBA. Not one has been a a, a greatly contested game. What's with not one game. Yeah, you're right. Not one game in all these play. It's the worst NBA playoffs in history. Like this, uh, I, this look, series look. specifically, this Eastern Conference Final has been really, really bad. Do you know what the shooting was? I forget which. Well, they the were seven night. of forty-five. Miami was seven of forty-five from distance, and uh, seven, and, and the two of them were seventeen of seventy-five. That's brutal. So let me ask everybody this: Move it back or get rid of it. I mean, God, God, you're watching people take clanking shots, 17 of 75, or what you just said for the one team, 7, seven of 45. 45. I mean, come on. That's brutal. That's not basketball. It's brutal. It's brutal. I don't know what they're going to do about it. Everybody saw what – you don't do what Golden State did. You do what Milwaukee did last year and tried to do this year until Middleton got hurt. And I'm the one that underrated Middleton, so I'll be the first to say it was wrong. But you beat them mid, mid and to the basket. You don't – beat them by threes as they had to do in Grayson Allen and the other guys couldn't fill the bill. Miami's 15 and eight against the spread as a road dog. Uh-huh. I just don't know that I could I can't go to the them. window. I can't either. I'm not going to lay the eight and a half with Boston. The only thing I like Money in this line, game, maybe, but that's expensive. maybe, but it's expensive. The one lean I have in this game is actually to the over. And you might say, what the I got to pick on that. Oh, though. you do. All right. Yeah, so All we right. could save it. All right, we'll save it then. We will. We'll talk yeah. maybe a little yeah. bit more about that total. Yeah. It is really low considering the way the last two games have been played. Right, so. Exactly. And we'll you know see. what? You can't play defense like you used to. Some guys can get hit with ticky-tack ticky fouls. Uh, Steph is your finals MVP yeah. favorite at plus one. The greatest player of this decade. I don't want to hear LeBron, Durant. If they win this thing... I mean, come on! You just said it's six and eight years. Well, he'd be the, the most. He'd be the most decorated. That's for darn sure. My God! Come on. Tatum's plus two twenty-five. <laughs> you know who's an interesting one? And you mentioned him before because wow. it's a long shot. I mean, why? You know, Steph's plus one twenty. Yeah, you know. No, yeah, you know uh, what? Wiggins. You can put money down, and you know what? Somebody may outplay him a little. Like, I think Draymond like, Green could be big. Well, oh, Draymond's fourteen to one. That yep. might be. Or, Wiggins is thirty-three to one. Like, what if Wiggins guards Tatum and guards him well and? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I mean, is that worth yeah, 20 bucks at 33 to Yeah. Say, you know, why not? I like that. I think Curry's the, the, the simple bet to me. I mean, he's just changed everything about the game. But you don't try to play like Golden State. And if, if Celtics get caught up in their game, they'll get killed. They'll get killed. You got Probably. Celtics got to get. Celtics I think have to guard. Celtics got to. Exactly. What do you do, though? Do you come at them slow? Or do you come at them quick? I think if you, if you come at them quick and you miss and you they get the rebound, that gives them opportunity to run. Yeah. You know? That's what you don't want to have happen. No. Yeah. You want I, – I, I know you got so many weapons. Curry, Clay, Draymond Green. You got Poole, Looney. Wiggins. I, I, Wiggins. I, I think people – I'm hearing a lot of Celtics 
I said last week, though, I look at this team and what they've done. They've been there, and I think that matters too. Yeah. Well, I think it does. That how that man they've got the they've got the pedigree and the experience. Right. I mean, and Marcus yep. Smart is he completely healthy? That's a good question because that will be key. You know. Yeah. But I think if everybody's going, oh, the next series will be a great series. Not one's been good. I hope. Yeah. I mean, for these, their sake, the conference finals have certainly not been good. No. Hey, speaking of futures markets, uh, let's take a big picture look here at some stuff happening around baseball. I got to tell you. Nestor Cortez at nine to one for Cy Young is starting to look awfully tasty. Put it down he, now. He pitched into the eighth again yesterday. I saw it. I mean, like, you know, my guys aren't doing that anymore. I think he's pitched uh, in into the beat seventh or eighth in like four team. of his last five, and they beat a good team. He's really and good. And a team that owns them at Tropicana. By the way, I'm starting to get warm up the Tropicana. No, oh, I never liked it. I hate I, it. I know they got the catwalk, but it's they terrible. got some nice signage and it's they brighten things up a little bit. The, and they do have crowd noise that would equal that of the Rose Bowl on yes. New Year's Day yeah. when there's ten people in there. I'm yes. trying to figure out how they get that. Well, they I've pump that in. Games. Oh, do they pump it in? <laughs> Carm, nobody talks that much not even me no it's like a buzz the complete game that team deserves like such a better facility oh, it's kind of sad in a better town everything yes i mean i i'm hearing that the vegas is going to get i'm hearing two teams nba vegas and seattle okay that makes but sense. i'm not hearing nothing about oakland or tampa moving to vegas in baseball they should is, just even, you know if, what I'm saying? even if they crossed the bridge and got out of St. Pete, like Tampa's fun. St. Pete's sleepy. There's really nothing happening yeah, on that. But Tampa's got a nice vibe to it right now. And like if you built the stadium you in Tampa, it'd be great. We we were in Florida once, me and we we drove around and me and B went to St. Pete. And B, you know, we're in B's into the history. She goes, Well, look at that can. And I go, Let's go to the car. Okay. I, I mean, mean, you know, they had the fortress, the fort. Okay, that's good. They they bought there's a cannon. Let's get back. That's it. J- Jesse and I were there in uh, what would it have been? Oh wait, when the Sox played Tampa in the playoffs. Okay. Jesse and I were there. I mean, what do you? Well, know? Jesse took me on the Jack the Ripper tour, but that's <laughs> another story for another day. Well, Jesse and I were staying at St. Pete. The game ended at ten o'clock. We couldn't find anywhere to eat. No. I mean, it was like wait, everything was. It was terrible. Listen, it, they they need to go into Tampa, build them a nice new stadium. It's it's it's, it's Je- a Jesse. Jesse tells me we're in London. He says to me, let's go on the Jack the Ripper tour. I go, okay. It's freezing. It's like 39 (laughs) degrees. We're standing out there with a group. In the rain. In the rain. It's like hitting us sideways. And he goes, the guy, the guy goes, this is the, this is the place where Jack claimed his third victim. He cut her from her throat to her vagina. I go, it's a drive-through bank. What are you talking about? All the places had been bombed it's out. Drive-through. It's all the yeah. There was a there was a liquor <laughs> store that was where he claimed to. No, they were all bombed out in World War Two. Of course. <laughs> so now they got new structures. He goes, there's a, you know th- this is the drawbridge where Jack. No, this is not the drawbridge where Jack got his tenth victim. This is new. <laughs> you know it. what I'm saying? Right, but Jesse took Jesse. me on that tour. This is the best. Yeah. <laughs> when we come back, God. we'll get some uh, we'll get some horses from. Jimmy Miller. We'll give you our best plays before we're out of here. We got more to do. Don't go anywhere, folks. We're cruising along. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco. We're the Odds Couple. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. You're listening to the Odds Couple. ESPN 1000 and now on Digital FM at 100.3 HD2.
Entering the home stretch on the Odds Couple for this week. We do it for you each and every Friday. Get us on the ESPN Chicago app or ESPN 1000, the Encore Replay Saturday morning. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco. We are presented by PropSwap. And every week at this time in the show, we get some expert handicapping from one of the best in the business from Hawthorne Racecourse, Jim Miller. Jim Jimmy. Boys, how are you today? We're, we're great. doing great. Happy Memorial Day weekend. We'll yep. talk about what's going on at the track. But first, your thoughts, your recap of uh, the Preakness last week. Did uh, Were you excited by the race? And I know we didn't pick the winner, but what did you think of the final results? You know what? It was really weird because the track at Pimlico that day was such a speed-favoring surface that you had to be on or near the lead if you wanted to win. So early voting really got the right trips just off the pace in there. And Epicenter missed the break. And this horse actually closed from second to last to finish second. So Epicenter might be the best three-year-old of the year. And this is a horse that's had two tough luck races. But I'll tell you this, guys. The move by Rich Strike to, to skip the Preakness and go to the Belmont is looking even more like a smart move because of the way the track played at Pimlico, which would have been completely against Rich Strike's running style. This is a horse that might be sitting on the big race and a win in the Belmont in a couple weeks. So, Ridge Strike will go in three weeks. Uh, epicenter will run in that race? I mean, like you no, said, no, no Epicenter. No yeah. Epicenter? That's, okay. It so, looks like you're not going to have a single horse this year compete in all three of the Triple wow, Crown races. Terrible. And that's what makes winning the Triple Crown so hard. Mm. But also, I mean, Epicenter would have been the logical horse, but probably not going to be in the race this year. Okay. It looks like you will have no horse starting all three races let me ask you something jimmy uh, uh, now we talked about these trainers they were regular guys they got lucky all of them we were happy for them they've had some tragedy losing 23 horses how many trainers that you know would have been tempted to race rich strike in the preakness regardless of the odds because we talked about rich strike wasn't even supposed to finish in the top 10 in the Kentucky yeah. Derby, and he finished uh, ahead of everybody. How many trainers, by percentage-wise, do you think would have gone for the Preakness, even if it looked like the, uh, they yeah, it was stacked against them? Yeah, it's a great question, Mike. And you know what? I would add the owners into this answer sure. because I would say it would be above 95%. That would have entered them? Yes. Okay. Because it's the lure of running for the Triple Crown. Sure. You won the sure. Derby. You're, in your mind, you're supposed to be back for the Preakness. In the mind of everybody and the pressure to run in the race and the pressure to go for a triple crown, I think it was a really smart move to skip the race. But, yeah, you're looking at the potential of, okay, you don't even have a chance at a triple crown. I say over 95% would have come back and run in the Preakness. All right. What, uh, what do we got for the weekend at the track, Jimmy? Holiday weekend, lots of fun at Hawthorne, I'm assuming. Yeah, weather's not going to be too great for us as we did get started on the turf last week, but we're still going to have a full month of turf racing in the month of June. But we have 10 race cards taking place this weekend, racing on Friday and Saturday. And we start a little later, so we're going to be racing into the early evening each of those days. But it is. It's one of those things where you have live racing going on. You have the points bet sports book open. There's a lot of sports action with playoffs going on in that, too. So it's going to keep us busy, and we go all the way through the end of June for the thoroughbred meet, and then five days after that, we start harness racing. Beautiful. All right. What do we like uh, for the weekend for some wagering opportunities? All right. all right. Well, we got another winner at Hawthorne last week, so yeah. let's keep things rolling. Hometown track here. So we're going to bet all three of these horses across the board on Saturday. Race three, bet the two-horse regular guy across the board. This horse had put forth a big effort last out. Race five, bet the five. Aliyah across the board, a horse that loves the track. 
And then our stakes race is race number eight, but the two race to the finish across the board. Horse that could steal one on the lead. All right, so uh, three races Saturday at Hawthorne. Race three, the two-horse across the board. Race five, the five-horse across the board. And then a stakes race, race eight, the two-horse across the board. Is that right? That's right. Let's build the bankroll for Belmont, boys. Have a great weekend, Jimmy. You got it, guys. See ya. Jimmy! So our guy Jim Miller at Hawthorne Gym each and every week he joins us. Absolutely. You know, now, 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 Fritz Strike wins the third one. Mm-hmm. We're going to be going. What could have been? That's right. And and yeah. I understand. Though. But it was interesting. I thought Jimmy would have said maybe 70%. Hmm. That he said 95. Yeah. These guys were smart. Uh, but 95% horse people are horse people. My horse is better than yours. Let's right. run them again. Absolutely. But uh, interesting. It really is. And I will see what happens. Now, if Rich Strike loses, then, then all bets are off on yeah. everything. Yeah, three weeks uh, until the Belmont and then the Triple Crown races yep. will be over. So what are we looking at uh, for this weekend that we want to wager, Mike? So I know you said uh, you got a, a thought on Heat Celtics game six. So let's hear that. Well, first, first I'm... I'm want to tell everybody that uh, for the Marquee Network that Carmen and I will be staying by our phones for a call, phone call. <laughs> Randy Merkin also get Jesse Rogers involved and maybe, uh, you know, we'll get some credibility back at that wonderful shop. We could, bring, we could bring it over there. We could. Oh, I just, and by the <laughs> way, I, I knew the people that were involved in that panel. They couldn't have said anything that would have been that drastically bad, but we'll see what happens. So I'll be waiting by the phone. That's the num- number one thing, Carm, uh, from the Marquee Network. Um, and then number two, I'm taking the under. Now, I heard you say okay. over. Okay. <clears throat> For me, it was a little bit more of a lead. Like, if I liked anything in that game, I like, oh, I mean, it's 200 and a half. Uh, it's, I got 201.5. Okay, 201. Uh, uh, this is going to be up or plenty early. Randy did a tremendous job last week. He's been pushing people, and he, then he finally said, forget it, I'll do it myself. And what time we get up? About noon? Oh, yeah, we were up at podcast. Yeah, it was great. And right before I even gave the bonus yep. ticket, which I'll give at 148 today. So uh, I'm telling everybody now to make your plans early. I'm going to take the under. Now, Carm did like the over, and I respect Carm, believe me. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. I also, you know, if, if a whale would take the money line, mm-hmm. but I would shade mm-hmm. the minus eight and a half. Okay. I, I don't think anything's going to change. Like you said, you really described the uh, uh, the losing army in a battle scene when you started talking about the injuries. Of I know it's terrible. You know, um, and you're how about the, you, my friend? You're on the right side of the trend, by the way. The Boston games in the playoff games in Boston this year, five and three to the under. Right. So we'll see how that goes. Okay. I like actually a game tomorrow, game six in New nice. York, back at the Garden. Hurricanes and Rangers, game six. So the Canes won again last night. Now they're a perfect seven and zero at home in the playoffs. Okay. They're zero for five on the road. And the Rangers are 5-1 and one in the Garden in the playoffs. And Shesterkin, is, the goalie, has been great in this series. He's allowed Shesterkin? two goals at What's home. What's his name? Shesterkin. Never heard of him. Sure, 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 sure. I heard he's standing on his head. He is. Yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Rangers minus 110. Money line Rangers minus 110 okay. at home to extend that nice. series to a game seven tomorrow. I do All right. Like that. And then, if, and do you have any more comments? That you know what? That's really it of yeah, the that's best it for plays. Me too. So yeah. what we do? What do we do in a time of crisis <laughs> when we each got one? What about Randy? Carm, I'm going to jump on you with the Rangers. Okay, and I'm going to take the under five and a half. You're going to take under well. five and a half. Yeah. That's the that's the way it's played and out. And take the Rangers to Ranch. Yeah. Okay. I, I got it. both. Yep. All right, I love cool. it. Mike, you have a wonderful uh, holiday weekend. We want everyone to have a great, uh, safe Memorial Day weekend. All right. Love your loved ones. Absolutely. 
And uh, happy wagering to one and all. Thanks, as always, to Randy Merkin. Great job today. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Luke Pergandy and Jim Miller. Uh, be safe, and we will talk to everybody again next Friday. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.